this week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. A cursed box. Black tie Beetlejuice by Phantom by Phone. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology television show, Monsters, and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss, with me at the table, my two friends, one might say my best friends in the whole wide world, Jen Hansen and Matt Rowe. Yay! How are, how are you two today? Oh, tip top, Matt. Tip top. <laughs> Fine. Um, if this is your first time joining us, thank you so much for giving us a try. Uh, on this here podcast, we watch a show called Monsters. It is anthology horror. Every episode is different. Every episode contains a monster. And uh, we uh, we go into all the detail that... Something interesting about anthology horror is some anthology horror episodes are great. They're all self-contained. Some of them are less so. Kind of a soft middle. Yeah, yeah. And then... There's monsters. There's this episode. Yeah, oof. This is a real oof. We watched The Legacy, and based on title alone, we guess what this episode's about. We've never been correct, but that does not We've stop us. Yeah. We've We're been close. We've been pretty brave. You know what? I haven't put myself in the line of fire first in a while, so I'm yeah, going to go you do it. first. The Legacy... Boy, oh boy, how will you be remembered is the catchphrase to America's number one reality show, The Legacy. But with its aging host, Mort Conway, and ratings starting to slip, it looks like the stakes need to be raised and the network wants a change. Boy, oh boy, how will you be remembered, Mort? Oh, I like that. <clears throat> That's fun. Yeah. It's kind of amazing story. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, mine is The Legacy. The men of Kappa Delta Phi are not pleased to welcome Adam Alvers, an odd nerdy pledge to their frat, just because all of the other men in his family were members too. They decide to pull a prank on old Adam, setting off a devastating chain of reaction that ends with murder. Ooh, that's kind of like mine. Mine has some similar oh, nice. qualities. <clears throat> um. Dudley Dawson was never a straight-A student, so his acceptance, his acceptance to the prestigious Miskatonic University on an academic scholarship was quite a shock to everyone. After several weeks of increasingly difficult classes, Dudley received a handwritten note from his absentee father claiming to have the secret to his nagging class load and disappointed professors. Meet him in the basement of the anthropology building at 3 a.m. tomorrow. Was it his long-lost father, a fraternity prank, or were the rumors of his family's involvement and the Dagon Black Cloak Society true? Oh, hello. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys. Unfortunately. unfortunately not even close. <laughs> none of these guesses were correct. So, Jen, hit us up with the sweet, sweet deets. deets. Sweet deets. Uh, all right. This is uh, season one, episode seven of Monsters. This episode aired on December 3rd, 1988. 
and a black day. A black day. <laughs> this is a black day for baseball. Whitey Ford is down. <laughs> Looks like he's pleading with the crowd for some kind of sanity. <clears throat> and here come and the, the pretzels. pretzels. <laughs> that is not the description of this episode. <clears throat> here it is. Dale finds the private sanctuary of Fulton Pierce, a famous dead horror actor. (laughs) 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 Dale can see Fulton's image in the old makeup case that was owned by the actor, and his life soon goes down a dark road. (laughs) I guess. guess. Yeah. (laughs) It's as good as any. Uh, this episode star uh, was written by John Harrison based on a story by Robert Block. John Harrison? Yeah. He's done better stuff. He has done better stuff. John Harrison, we expected better. Uh, and it was written by... Uh, yeah, Robert sorry. Block? Yes, uh, based on a story. Robert Block, also very good. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey Wolf was the director. Uh Jeffrey Wolf seems to have done more editing than anything else. He did hmm. direct uh, the Tales from the Dark Side episode, The Moth. Hmm. Okay. That was the one with Blondie. Yes, correct. Huh. Um, <clears throat> and let's see. Dale hmm. was played by David Brisbane. Uh, David Brisbane had small roles in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Aaron Brockovich, Leaving Las Vegas, Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me. Uh, he had a good uh, a good run, 19 episodes, uh, as Dr. Babcock on ER. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was also in uh, every episode except for one of Hey Dude <laughs> as Benjamin Ernst. Did you guys huh. watch Hey Dude? I did not. I did no. not. Okay. Nope. That was, uh, that was past my... Yep. Yeah. Because that was a Nickelodeon it show, It was a Nickelodeon right? show. Yeah. Was that with Keenan and Kel? Were they on Hey Dude? No. no. They were Good Burger. I know that they were Good Burger, and, but I thought... They had a start on another show. Oh, huh. well, Keenan and Keenan was on like Nickelodeon everything, mm-hmm. hmm. like yeah, from like ten up. Oh wow. Um, I don't believe so, but I could be wrong. Um, but that's Dale. Debbie was played by Laura ha- Harris. Uh, Debbie has a handful of credits. She was in the movie Mannequin as Mannequin in Photo Window. So does does that mean she played an actual mannequin? That sounds like it. Okay. Uh, she was also in two episodes of The Equalizer, both of them as woman on the phone. <laughs> she's just really good at being on the phone. Yeah, apparently. Uh, she's a former model, which explains her acting. Yes. Sheila is played by Marianne Gibson. Uh, she, Marianne Gibson appeared on shows like The New Mike Hammer and The New Leave It to Beaver. Oh, uh, man. She was also uh, on Highway to Heaven as Smuffy Fusco. <laughs> Did she remind you uh, a little bit of uh, Sigourney Weaver? Uh, I didn't think about that, but yeah, a little bit, I guess. Mm-hmm. I see that. She gave me some um, Simone vibes from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, um, Keenan and Kel, we're not in Hey Dude. Okay. Because it looks like this show was kind of about a dude ranch of sorts. I don't yes. Know. <laughs> what? <coughs> yeah, it was like their Western show, and that's why I had no interest. And also, yeah, a group of friends work tool. together with their boss at a dude ranch and th- go through many fun moments. And, and I think uh, Dale was the boss. Hmm. Yep. Or he was 
poorly cast as a child. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean, Dougie? Let's go take a bath, everybody. Hey, dude. <laughs> hey, hey, Clarissa, Monica, <laughs> come over here. We're having a bath. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Jeffries played, uh, he's credited as playing Apparitions, but he's, as far oh, as so I it know. Was, it was the same dude? Yes, playing Fulton Pierce. Whoa. <laughs> I guess. How meta. So he was a Hollywood legend. Yeah. Um, this is his, he has this as a credit, he, and he was also a zombie in 2010's One Last Sunset. Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Guys. I don't, I don't even know anymore. Ugh. Honey, it's family hour. There must be something on. I swear to God, if you turn on monsters, <laughs> I will slit your throat. Look at what I'm cooking, child. Oh, crispy critters, my favorite. Let's eat them. Hey, it's monsters. Oh. Oh, it's monsters, our favorite show. Let's, Let's watch, watch it. it. <laughs> The door for the monsters swings wide open. Uh, and I'm just going to rinse my face off here and just splash some cold, cold water. water on the yeah. old face. <laughs> Things will seem a lot less bleak. And then uh, I'm just going to start monologuing. Well, so I, I wrote bathroom, dude washing his face. Did he forget his lines? Because he looks in the mirror and he's like, yup. Where was I? Yeah. yeah, where was I? Which made me think it was almost like a like a Doctor Who transformation moment or something. It was like, did something cool oh, just oh, happen? No. And he just changed? No. no, absolutely not. No, no, no. Boy, you really gave him some rope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they would proceed to hang themselves <laughs> immediately. Yeah. They were off that overpass before the next line was uttered. <laughs> October 25th. Just a week ago, I moved into this house, Boner House. <laughs> <laughs> this guy grabs his uh, his handy Johnson. tape. He grabs his junk and grabs a tape recorder and starts spilling the beans. He got this house. He had no assurances from the uh, who sells realtor. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> He had this, no assurances. This episode did make us all dumber. This episode yeah. was a oh, gas leak. I, for, yeah. I forgot a lot. <laughs> I forgot about the gas leak. There was yeah. just vague letters, but I found something today in a dank closet, which made me ask immediately. So let me get this straight. You bought this house whole cloth? Sight unseen, and everything's in it? They didn't take any right. of this shit I don't out? Think he, I don't think he bought it. He is renting it. Because when he talks to Sigourney Weaver later, he says that he's renting a house in, I don't know, the Hollywood Antonio Hills. Bay or whatever. And he's just renting a house full of garbage. There's a, a I guess. Oh, it's a. <laughs> hey, oh, one just... of those Hollywood cottages. Yes. Uh, all right. Yes. Well, he has found a box in the private Hollywood retreat of knock, 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 knock. Hey, what are you doing? When we're first introduced to whatever, Debbie. Yeah. Um, well, but he calls her Christine when she walks in. Correct. Because of Phantom. By Phantom. <laughs> By phone. This. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
discuss the necessary plot point that happened. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is not a necessary plot point. Oh. When we're first introduced to Debbie, she is she is like in Chico Jordash fashion to the hilt. Yeah. She is like leaning up against the door. And that's why it was kind of like, you know, she was like the first girlfriend in Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah she is she was. too good for him. Oh, yeah. And then he opens There's the no door. There's no reason he should have this woman. Yeah. I write down in all caps, leave him. <laughs> <laughs> so she knocks on the door. He opens it and he comes at her like the crimson ghost. Yeah. He is in the full mask of Red Death uh, robe and he has on the, the mask. And, and I write oh. down at this point. Yeah, sure, he's dating her. That's the real plot twist. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of Monsters is all how he cast a spell on this beautiful woman to fall with his dumb ass. Okay, like, she is is attractive. That being said, she is a terrible actress and also, additionally, is not given much to work with. No, no. I I didn't blame her. I blamed Uh, her for some of it. Well, I mean, they, she was part of it. She had she had her role, but they put her completely one hundred percent as the sex pot. Yeah, and but not like a cute little like I'm a wiggly, sexy little baby sex pot. <laughs> no, it was like the tortured wife sex pot. Yeah, it was. Is that, is that a trope? <laughs> it is in my jerk off <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> What do you want from me? The door to Matt's head swings open. And you see it? A troubled sense. <laughs> Why am I married to you? I can't make my bills. <laughs> my car has problems. <laughs> I think we can take care of this with responsibility. Show over. <laughs> this show is oh. over. If you're still with us, <laughs> thank so, you. So the the plot point that that just blew my mind the most is she keeps saying, "Why don't you just move in with me?" Right. She she doesn't you understand why he got this me. place. Why do you even have this place? You should just move in with me. I was about. And, and and he is like on full tilt, yeah, overacting. You don't understand. This place belonged to dun, 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 Fulton, Fulton Pierce. And at this point, I realized like our my man Dale here looks like Count Scary. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, kind of. Um, one thing that. I wrote the note, ghosts can't cook or fuck, I guess, because she said something along those lines. To the extent of, yeah. Yeah, yeah where just, why? Why are you still here? Why did Again, you come over today? Leave him. Yeah. And then and then he's like, why? It's you- so hard to find a good-looking man who can't write a book in Hollywood. <laughs> right. Like, oh, that's where there's a drought. Yeah. <laughs> A handsome man with an incomplete project. Oh. oh, exactly. Oh, somebody who hasn't reached their dreams in Hollywood. Who isn't looking for somewhere to live for free. No kidding. Well, he is nonplussed and not taking her charity because he's going to write this book. And then she gets stone cold on his ass. Yeah. 
And she's just like, well, that's funny. You couldn't even write your PhD papers. Yeah. And then I <laughs> just wrote PhD paper. You burnt. <laughs> <laughs> you burnt bad. <laughs> hope you hope you heal from those third degree burns. Uh. Dale. <laughs> she leaves. Okay. So he's going to go to this box. He's going to open it up. And we are going to get revealed inside of the mirror because it becomes a two-way mirror where you can see our man Dale and then you can see apparitions appear. I would like all of us, because Matt was very specific and he was like, hey, write down what you think everything looks like. But I want to introduce them like like it's Saturday Night Live. (laughs) So here's mine. Featuring Meatloaf at the Opera. (laughs) (laughs) A toe with eyes. (laughs) And Frank Langella as Skeletor. A toe with eyes. eyes. (sighs) All right. Uh, that's okay. Am I also doing it SNL style? Any way you want, but if you if you can do it in SNL style, do it. Featuring Louis Anderson as Danny DeVito as the Penguin. <laughs> and Quasimodo played off, 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 off Broadway by Rob Schneider. Musical guest. guest. The shitty version of the creep from Creep Show 2. <laughs> That's a hard thing to be even it, shittier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to tell you guys right now, I won't be able to do it. Uh, yeah, I don't, th- I don't think I can do it, but... I think you just go for it. I think you just go for it. Give us what you got. Yeah. Featuring... That's really good. Yeah. Black tie Beetlejuice. Leonardo DiCaprio is the hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> Musical guest. <laughs> the Quaker Oats man, Dracula. <laughs> we see the reveal of these three apparitions. And with that, it is an act break. We'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side. After this. This morning, Billy looked like any other boy. But as the moon rose, he turned into a werewolf. He used new Pa's Halloween makeup kits. His friends did too. Look, Mike's a vampire. Amy's a ghost. 
Because makeup is safer than masks, it never blocks vision and it's hypoallergenic too. So watch your kids turn into the creatures they really are with new Paz Halloween makeup kit. There is no way that that makeup is that good from that kit. Oh, no. No, no, no. not at all. No. <clears throat> uh, you mean this uh, dried piece of Crayola crayon here yeah. in, this, <laughs> in this wax cylinder? What happened to your cheek? My God, honey. <laughs> I just had to put it on, Mom. Come on. I'm a werewolf. <laughs> just put on one of those plastic masks and the bib that says werewolf. <laughs> I don't want to answer any questions tonight. <laughs> oh, you're a, a werewolf. <laughs> My, I'm uh, an Arby's. <laughs> Last year, <laughs> last year I was a white castle. <laughs> oh, why are we so poor? Oh. <laughs> I'm a cabbage patch. Oh, <laughs> cabbage patch. Oh, jeez, Mister. Maybe you could give me a couple more pennies for UNICEF, <laughs> aka our food fund for the year. <laughs> They're not buying as much as they used to, so we just eat the pennies. <laughs> I need copper, sir. <laughs> uh, and we're back. Um, we come back from this break. It's a little bit odd because... Um, For a bottle episode, we've gone somewhere else, so that's surprising. <laughs> I am shocked. We are now in a nursing home with a woman whose accent is probably the most dodgy accent we've <laughs> ever had on this show, and that is saying a lot. She is a sassy broad. She is. She's sassy. Well, she starts all like, oh, where'd you find this? You know, like, <laughs> not, you know, it's yeah. not really Mrs. Doubtfire, but right. it, it's like kind and matronly. Yeah. And then it just turns into, ah, fuck and you. She's W.C. Fields. So you thought, uh, so when I heard her say, where did you find this? I, I didn't get that at all. I just thought, like, to me, it wasn't the accent so much as the delivery of mm. where did you find this? Take thirty-eight. You know what? We'll just you just pick any of them. It's they're all <laughs> oh, equally. Don't bad. worry. That's not the only Meisner exercise <laughs> that happens in this. Um, we are revealed to a woman that we find out through dialogue dated. Uh, Fulton, Pierce. Fulton Pierce when she was just 16 and fresh as baby's breath yeah oh Jesus my pussy was like a flower that just bloomed I don't like the phrase fresh as baby's breath no I was no, waiting for no. him to put his makeup containers <laughs> anywhere he wanted to that's what he called his penis it only cost a nickel then <laughs> why he could Make me up any which way he wanted to. Why was it always a <laughs> housewife <laughs> My dishwasher's broken and I'm sad. I'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Something stuck in the drain. I went and got a big cock to get it out. <laughs> it's just the idea of helping a housewife. <laughs> That's his kink. 
That's his kink. And he is furiously masturbating to it while his wife is upstairs. Like, could you just put the laundry in the dryer? Uh, it's not uh, what uh, I want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's too real. <laughs> I need fantasy. Fresh as baby's breath. So oh. how did he find this woman? Uh, well, I think that she was an actress. Okay. Because um, I think that I think that she mentioned something about um, meeting him, like on set or okay. something. Um, I he was honestly, twice her age. Yes, I remember that. I don't know if we really explained who Fulton Pierce was, or maybe I've just forgotten it in all the masturbation talk. Um, <laughs> that he is basically like Lon Chaney. Lon, yeah, yeah, that yeah. That he was, yeah, this actor who was supposed to be famous for getting into characters and yep. doing his own incredible makeup. Exactly. Etc. So she's talking about how he spent a lot of time just looking in that mirror and getting into character and mm-hmm. uh, doing his makeup. She mentions that there was one role that he just was it he couldn't crack or he uh, well so he gets, just kept putting it off. Yeah, yeah. And so she she mentioned how he became the role on the inside. Mm. Um, and then he had that final role that evil role Mm -hmm. and it was it was dracula and he's like huh and then she goes you're walking into dangerous territory thanks man (laughs) by the the way are you having any troubles around the house (laughs) (laughs) i guess uh uh, my laundry has I heard the door stick when I came in. Do you need anything jimmied? <laughs> Shimmied? Unstuck? Or lubed? One of the cabinets isn't level, and I guess it... <laughs> Why is your penis screaming? It's sad. <laughs> he... Okay, this is... Of all the terrible moments in Tales from the Dark Side and Monsters History... This is a top fiver. We're back in his office. He is at the typewriter, and apropos of nothing, screams out, "No good!" (laughs) (laughs) And what? What I I think I know it's because he's trying to write and he can't write. But well, so I I didn't get that I didn't get that at first. Prescient comment on the episode. As well. <laughs> <laughs> but I, what I thought was funny is that he screams no good, and then a couple of seconds later, it goes to the the typewriter, and you just see a blank piece of paper. And yeah. it was like, what are you criticizing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm really hard on my mind. <laughs> this scene isn't any good yet. I haven't written it. <laughs> it's terrible. I have nothing to read. And then um. Hello, tape recorder. Time to just start wrapping rap- into you. Is this where he says, how do you describe music? <laughs> Probably. Oof. Well, Debbie shows back up. So I, I, I want to ask before we get to, to Debbie, did you guys notice how bad the, uh, the... I don't know if it was the boom mic otter operator or what, but there were parts where it sounded like he was no longer talking into oh. the microphone. No, I missed that. Oh man, I had like I had to go back a couple times to make sure that I understood. Well, because the I was because was... I was watching it on headphones. It, oh, uh, 
Yeah. It really shined like a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might have missed it because I didn't care at that point. <laughs> like, oh, God, I got a break from a few words. I uh, So I watched the episode first, and I I asked you to, to let me know what you thought. Yep. And <laughs> I was really looking forward to when you told me, Jen, and this afternoon you just texted me, I hate this episode. <laughs> Well, well, I could have just screamed at you, no good. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Debbie shows back up. And she's concerned, I guess. She Well, she's pissed. Oh, he missed he a date. Dinner. He, he, he forgot dinner. He forgot dinner. And it's like, I he was too busy doing nothing. He was too busy working on this book. As far as I can tell, he hasn't done anything, right? No. Well, that's, okay, so. Oh, God. I can see you got a lot done. Pulls out blank piece of paper. Yeah. You burnt. (laughs) (laughs) She crumples it up and throws it. Crumple, crumple, crumple. I wish she had said that. That's the second you burnt of this episode. (laughs) I've been writing. Uh Uh-uh. No, No, you haven't. Try again. So So she says we can't go on like this. You need to you need to make a decision. Uh it's either me or uh not just a decision. Or him. You need to make up up your your mind. mind. It's either me or him. And this is... Make up your mind? This is such a Meisner exercise. Say that again. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. Make up up your mind? Make Make up up your mind. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. Make... It is three minutes of make up your mind. (laughs) Yeah. They so that's really cracked point, it. At one point, they the future. At one point, they start walking the dinosaur while <laughs> si- while saying "Make up your mind" together. <laughs> it's a real was not was nightmare. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then for some reason, they she fuck. stays and has sex with him. Ugh. Well, she is wooed by his clarity. Or by him saying that she is his muse and you did inspired. it. You cracked, you it. cracked it wide open for me, just like I'm gonna crack, crack open that pussy. pussy. <laughs> glug 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 glug. <laughs> That's my penis. <laughs> it drinks. Why? <laughs> hey! It, my penis has a drinking problem. Hey. Get out of there! <laughs> what? No! Get out of the fridge! I Does was it have just a having tiny s- little beer? Yeah, I was just having some Sunny D. Uh, <laughs> I don't. There's milk. There's purple stuff. There's plenty of options. I don't know. You, you have to go all the way to the back of the fridge. <laughs> I can reach. <sighs> glug glug. Uh, uh, I write. Dale crushed that puss, bro. <laughs> 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 it is now the middle of the night, and um, <laughs> Debbie wakes up. She's alone in bed. And she's in a nightshirt yep. because, of course, she is. Because it's 1988. And the only thing she got cast for was sex appeal. Yeah. And then I write at this point, she walks to the door that leads to the den-ish area where... That also has a full-length mirror. That Dale's been working in. And he is full Quasimodo. Yeah. Going full Quasimodo. Yeah. And I write down... Well, this is a weird porno. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just wrote that he was acting like a real weirdo. She goes over to the typewriter 
And she pulls out the paper to reveal the words. All work and no play make Jack, Jack a dull, dull boy, boy. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Make up your make mind. Up your make mind. up your make mind. Up your make mind. up your mind. Make up your mind. But the thing is, and the part that made me super upset, is it's not filmed like typewriters work. No, not at all. Because when you put in the paper, you start at the top and you write down. Yeah. The whole piece of paper has type written on it, which means that the whole piece of paper would be flappy and out. Not yep. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, good it's, catch. So take that continuity. <laughs> now I have a problem with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> now I really am not gonna give it ten stars. <laughs> um that's the act break. Nine and a half. Yeah. He looks like um he's got crazy Nick Nolte eyes. Yeah. Ooh. And hair and head. Is that the act break? Yeah, that is. Okay. Yeah, when, uh, when she found the make up your mind um, piece of paper, okay. uh, I just wrote boo. Okay. And then act break. Okay. All right. Well, we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. In Toronto, there's magic in the air. By Phantom, by phone. Eight seven two 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 two. All right, we're gonna call. We're back. Yeah. And um, so while after she takes a look at the typewriter and sees uh, all work, no play. She looks at the mirror, and he is full full on Quasimodo. Yep, yep. He then collapses, closes the box. He's on the floor, and then she goes under the table to get to him. I I was confused about what was happening at this point, and then she just sort of lays on him. She lays on him, but then she's like, "Hey, stop writing this thing. It's killing you." You're right. I'm not. <laughs> Done. But. He's not writing anything. But he goes, you have to understand. I Once I do this, I won't have to teach bratty kids who think that A Nightmare on Elm Street is a good movie. And I'm like, did John Harrison fucking hate Wes Craven? Yeah, he goes on this <laughs> rant about how he won't need tenure, those shit students. He has no memory of his Quasimodo freakout. Well, and he 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 rails against so many people that I just wrote, this is all about a small penis, I guess. Yeah. It's such a monologue to her. She leaves mid-monologue like, deuces, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, before you leave, could you please give me a modern housewife's problem? <laughs> I'm um, soaking in it. <laughs> <laughs> he, gi- he gives another monologue to no one. And then he, he reopens the box. And we see, I guess, the Jekyll and Hyde character. Uh, no, I think I think we see um, I think we see uh, Black Tie Beetlejuice again. Yeah, I, uh, is that, Black Tie Be- Be- Beetlejuice the, the Phantom? I the, think. Oh, the Phantom. He's not the vampire. No. Okay. No, that's that's Quaker Oaks. Okay. Yeah, the third one was the Dracula. He is not a Drac. That's not Dracula at all. And it no. Makes you crazy. Okay. No. 
But I write down at this point, I'm like, he looks like Rick James in the Chappelle show sketch. <laughs> <laughs> Where you like you first see him and he's like, give it to me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he just has his hands out in a, in a smoke machine room yeah. with backlighting. And he's like, oh, come here. Come closer. And Dale's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's get closer. He's coming like out of the box. Well, he's he's right. Not yet. Okay. He he's beckoning him in the mirror. Okay. And then Dale gets very close to the box. But he the, isn't that when he takes the picture of Deb and puts it in front of it for some reason. Well, to to block we the missed gaze we, or something. We missed something. He is now full on Quasimodo. That's right. With oh, makeup. oh, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. That's why he has the Deb picture. Because yes. he's in love with he Deb. Had, he had turned it over. He had like turned it over in disgust or whatever. Uh, and then, yeah, he keeps getting beckoned forth to the mirror. Um, actually, I think he was seeing the mirror in a mirror. We're making this episode sound better than it is. No, it's it's worse than well, whatever somehow we are doing. He stumbles to the makeup box. The mirror has the beckoning Beetlejuice. And then he's getting choked, choked. He's by the beckoning Beetlejuice. Yep. While that is happening, Deb is back, oh, knocking God. on the door. In a different outfit? So is this yep. a different day? I, uh, it's later in the day. Okay, I, this well, was, this was at night. This was at night. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was a new day. Promise of a new day. Come on, mm. Paul Abdul. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> there's so much smoke happening. Um, oh, there's so much God. happening. He, the box is now broken and it's smoking. Yep. Because after he gets choked, he, he throws the box. Deb now busts in the door. And then we have. I, who wants to handle it? I don't even I know don't, how to explain I don't know. this. It was. It, it was the man in the mirror come to life. Yeah, it was Quaker Oats Dracula turning around. And Matt, you're just going to have to play the laugh. Well, before I play the laugh, it isn't the black tie Beetlejuice. No, no it's, it's, it's the, the third Quaker one. Oats Dracula. It's the Quaker Oats Dracula. The that one I did not realize was supposed to be a vampire or a Dracula. Right. It, Frank Langella is Skeletor. Yeah. Turns around and he puts his hands out like Donald Sutherland in, a t- in Attack of the Body Snatchers. Invasion. Yeah. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. And I'm like, what is happening? He also, this makeup job, Makes him look exactly like Joseph Ducrow, which if you've never seen Joseph Ducrow before, he's a he's a painter that painted these crazy elaborate pictures of himself. And I'm going to show them to you right now. Okay. Because they use it for a very famous meme where they put rap lyrics. Oh, I know exactly oh, what you're yes, talking about. Oh, yes, the guy who's awesome, you're yep, yep, awesome. Yep. Point yeah, yep, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. This guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, and she's just sort of looking at him. And scene. Hope you're happy. Yeah. You know who he also reminded me of? Is the guy who chose poorly in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah. You know who he didn't remind me of? A vampire? <laughs> he didn't have teeth. He didn't have a cape. He didn't have anything. Um, and you know what else it didn't remind me of? An ending to an episode? Yeah. No. It, Matt, just play the goddamn laughter. Because uh, I, I was expecting something to happen, and what happened was goddamn credits. 
All right. Here we go. So the box is broken. It's smoking on the floor. Dale is clawing his way up towards the window. He's still at the window. Debbie is doing the worst job of uh, trying to get in this place. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Okay, so she's been banging on the door this whole time, and then she's like, you know what? I'm just going to try the door. (laughs) I I don't think I tried to open it. Let me just open it. The end. Yep. I when I saw that I just wrote, "Oh, monsters, no." I <laughs> as she was pounding on the door, I think I had texted you guys at this point and said, "Yeah, I'm about two thirds of the way through this episode. I'll call you. You know, I'll let you know when I'm done." <laughs> And then I realized, oh, that no, that is no, the no, end. Yep, no, you're done. <sighs> Shut up, it, monsters. Oof. Could could this episode get fixed? Could you let's go to the writers' room? Well, I don't know. I don't know what the the Robert Block story was. So yeah, it's, it's I'd hard be for curious me to say. To just I can't imagine just that he this episode. Just this episode. Are we let's imagine Block story is a lot better. But what would you do with this mess? Besides throw it into the trash. Like, oh, I, I was going to go and throw it in the trash. But There's more of a progression. I, it, I don't think it needs to be three characters. I think it can just be one. It, it can, can just be, be the famous one. And they can, they can really emphasize that it was that last character they that can, drove them It's sort them of mad, like the right? fly. That, or, or that it's, you know, you're building into this thing is slowly seeping yeah. into you. And he's starting to get more of these mannerisms and being more like a vampire or mm-hmm. something like that also make it look like a vampire um and at the end you know he's out and you s- maybe you see uh what's his face dale in the mirror instead like trying to get out or something that would be better and in- instead we just got oh god i do like the idea of like he's trapped in there and he's trying to mm-hmm. get a body switch yeah. type thing yep. yeah i think that would have been very interesting i think if or- he was like I had no context for Dale. Yeah. Like I kind of figured out he was a teacher through some of the lines, but then it's like he's doing all this research. Is he a how? How is he involved with Hollywood? Right. Like none of that. They barely indicated that he. Was I would a t- have preferred your PhD thesis and snotty kids who think that. Right. That's uh, kind of yeah. what does the heavy lifting for that. I would have preferred if he was a successful character actor, who. Idolized it, this. Idolized that yeah. guy. Yeah. And then somebody mysterious shows up. And then it's kind of like the trapped yeah. inside of it. Mm-hmm. And it's the person who shows up with the case has been collecting souls or whatever. Like anything. Anything yeah, would have anything. been better than what we got. So it was not Fulton Pierce in that mirror. It was whatever monster lived in that mirror. And that monster killed Fulton Pierce last time. See that's uh, the that problem I, we have. Yeah, we the, don't know. I, I, I well, can't the, tell you. the The episode would have me believe that Fulton Pierce became these characters. Mm-hmm. So yes. he he changed. He made up his mind, put makeup on his brain to change it into the character while looking in this mirror. While yes. looking in that mirror, because he would look in the mirror for. But so that's 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 where I, I'm. 
I'm inclined to go with Jen because we don't know where this makeup box came from. It could have come from a gypsy. We don't know. So it could like be... Like it's some sort of like, like you know, trickster devil wish that this yeah, actor right. wants to be... We don't know be, if there's Loki in there. Right. That wants to be, you know, this amazing actor and be talented and be able mm-hmm. to transition into all of these things. But there is this price that eventually there will be a character that, that kills that, you. Yeah, that does the end. Right. And he doesn't realize it. Anything like that... I could have I could have glommed onto you easier than than what we got because number one, when you're watching people do research, you have to put so much work into making it interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I always think of Seven as a great example yes. of doing research in film. Yeah. Yeah. You know because by the time that you find the things, Ghostbusters is great at it too. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it gives you the mythology in uh, such a clean, concise way that you're on board. Mm-hmm. This was just like, the box is cursed. Sometimes that's enough, but if it was just uh, the whole thing of the box, the cursed box wreaking havoc on his life, yeah, you know, then it's kind of like, you know, the trilogy of terror with the possessed doll. Right. Yeah. You know, like now all of a sudden I'm just dealing with the possessed box. Yeah. But they instead went this kind of meta way that didn't work. We didn't like it, but we had a lot of fun talking about it. Yeah, we did. (laughs) I'm just so tired because there might be a gas leak in here. (laughs) (laughs) Guys. Two. Two and a half. Two and a half. It's boxes tonight. Uh, (laughs) Two, two and a half. I'll give it two. Yeah, this was a yeah, stanker. This, yeah, fucking it, it, just a disappointment. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, it's onward and upward from here because Monsters has been a little better than Tales thus far. So let's not Monsters. Let's, well, here's let's keep thi- it up. Here's the thing: even these bad episodes are easier to talk about than the tales from the dark side bad episodes. because at least there's a monster that we yeah. can we can grab onto and make fun of. Yeah, like there's going to be. Lame and weak effects yeah. that uh, that yeah, are it's, hysterical. It's, it's not Dream Girl. Correct. <laughs> yeah. No. You can get in contact with us at T from the Dark Side on Facebook and Instagram, TFTDS Pod on Twitter. T from the Dark Side at gmail.com is our email address if that's like what you want to do. If that's like what that's you want to like do, do, do it. Yeah. Uh, put it on a t shirt. Uh, I'm really, all things said, I'm really enjoying Monsters. I am yeah, too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think, uh, I think I am now just anthology horror for life. Yeah. Uh, did I forget anything? Try, Try to, to enjoy the daylight. daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Belly and Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, and Try to enjoy the daylight.